Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 39 of the Deacon & Co. Show. Uh, today is Sunday, the 25th of April, 2021, and I hope that you guys are all doing well. Uh, but first, let me introduce my co-host for the day. Nay, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. That was a good response. I like that. We were waiting for them to say hi back because, of course, they want to say hi to you. They don't want to hear me anymore. They're just tired of this fucking Metallica shit. And I'm sure the rest of the world who is not a Metallica fan might be thinking the same thing. But on the Deacon & Co. show, I don't just give you Metallica. I'm not just Metallica. Um, Sports, current events, rapid responses is one of the favorites of people's... um, judgment of character to see really what direction that we're going to go when we take the two choices. But before I get into the show today, guys, I wanted to just say a big shout out to the president of Project Nine Line, Ernie, a good friend of the Deacon and Co. shows, uh, did a performance last night. And yes, a live performance with a live audience. And uh, yeah, you guessed it. I was there and it was great. The uh, three man band. And let me tell you, it was great. I know you couldn't make it. You had a prior obligation, but it was something else to see live music again. And uh, last night, as I gathered the information from a lot of the people that I spoke with, a lot of places had some live music last night. So we're, st- we're taking a step in the right direction for the ultimate goal, which, of course, would not be to worry about live music around here, but the bigger goal, Aftershock. So if we're having live music now, hopefully we'll see how everything pans out. It was not um, a overpacked crowd from what I saw from the places that I visited to see the live events. Um, But we're going to get there, and it's good that people are starting to branch out. Also, we have Big Band Joe is doing a live show coming up in June, so when the date gets closer, sorry, I will give you guys the information if you guys would like to join us and see Big Band Joe. Um, Quick sports update for you guys. I just want to, and we're not going to touch any bases on LeBron's tweets about what had happened and the tragic events that had happened, uh, both with the situation where the uh, one girlfriend murdered another girlfriend situation. So we're going to leave that alone because uh, I really don't have much to say on that other than it was just a horrible, horrible situation. And as I've been mentioning at all times during this co uh, during the show of the Deacon and Co show that I am not a man who sees color and I the uh, stuff that was going on and said throughout the Twitter world of, of racism and this and that everybody's entitled to their own opinion and you guys aren't going to get mine so the second thing that was more tragic about this was that LeBron said that the NBA is a better place when the Knicks are winning fuck the Knicks you play on the opposite coast fuck the Knicks seriously do the Knicks have the number one jersey sale no. Like, seriously, fuck the Knicks. But the Knicks won't make the playoffs this year. <laughs> Just saying. Fuck them, though. I hate the Knicks and the Spurs. Uh, quick sports update, as I was mentioning, guys. Sorry for the delay on there. Uh, today, or backtracking for last night in the disastrous league that they call the National Hockey League of what they did with the whole situation with the scheduling just for me. It was just, can't get into that, guys. You know how I feel about that. But the Devils lost again to the Penguins. They are just terrible. Uh, Four to two on that one yesterday. Nay, the Blues took care of the Avalanche. And like I said, guys, just keep watching the Blues. Capitals destroyed the Islanders 6-3. Panthers beat the Hurricanes in overtime 4-3. Stars beat the Red Wings 2-1 in overtime. The Maple Leafs took uh, took care of the Winnipeg. Jets 4-1 in Winnipeg. The Calgary Flames won 5-2 at home versus the Montreal Canadiens. 
The Minnesota Wild went into the Shark Tank and smacked them 6-3. Golden Knights, as we expected, handled business 5-1 in the Pond in Anaheim. The Senators and the Canucks played again last night as well. 4-2 for Vancouver. The Coyotes went into L.A. Staples Center. 4-0. Blank the Kings. Today's action, the... Boston Bruins will be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, obviously heavy implications for the New York Strangers. I mean, Rangers there. Uh, Devils are playing the Flyers in Philly. Blue Jackets are playing the Lightning. And the Sabres are visiting the Garden to play the Rangers. Uh, Last night in the basketball world, we had some crazy events go on. Uh, I just spoke about them. And they, like I mentioned, they are uh, playing really well. Knicks took care of the Raptors yesterday at home, 120 to 103. Smack them. Ninth win? ninth win in a row. Yeah. Knicks are hot, you know. Um, but is the NBA a better place with the Knicks winning? I don't give a shit about the Knicks. Mavericks took care of the Lakers last night on prime time. Again, swept back to back games 108 to 93. The Milwaukee Bucks made a mockery, nay, of these two games that they played consecutively back to back versus the. Well, let's hang on one second before I go in there. Against the. Sorry. Second place, second place, they were in first place, but I had to make sure that Brooklyn won. So the second place team there is, as I mentioned, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia 76ers. And this is a game that was more of a statement game that needed to be won by the Sixers. Um, not, Not for any type of record purposes, but just as a standpoint, because they played also a few nights ago. And the same thing happened. Not as bad as yesterday. 132 to 94. Smacked them. Pistons uh, played in Indiana. 115-109. Spurs took care of the Pelicans. 110-108. And a close one in New Orleans. The Heat beat the Bulls. 106-101. The Timberwolves surprisingly took care of the Jazz. 101-96. Even with the injury to Donovan Mitchell, they should be handling the Timberwolves now. Uh the Rockets lost to the Nuggets 129 to 116 and uh just the injuries alone to the um the Nuggets it's I really thought the Nuggets would be a team that's going to make a deep run without Jamal Murray they are not going to make a run. They are going to fall to the bottom half and uh Joker is not enough to get it done by himself. I mean he does have a supporting cast there but need that second superstar. Uh right now as we speak the action going on. The Brooklyn Nets are playing the Phoenix Suns, which is probably going to be a great game. Uh, 39-32 for the Suns right now. Grizzlies are playing the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I guess this is like some type of makeup game, maybe. Uh, 10-2 right now for the Grizz. Um, Hornets already beat the Celtics earlier today. It's 125-104. Cavaliers and the Wizards play tonight. Bucks and the Hawks. Pacers and the Magic. And the Kings and the Warriors. Uh, with making these schedules for these guys, and I know it's it's kind of like a uh, tough situation with the whole COVID. We had to plan half the season in advance now. But the thing is, is now, and, and I, primarily just saying this in purposes of looking what happened with Boston a couple weeks ago. They went on the road, the West Coast road trip for three games. This is not around the corner. This is Boston to the West Coast. So now, what do you think the next thing I'm going to say is, guys? The Lakers are coming to the West, to the East Coast for two games. For two games, they're going to Orlando, and they're going to Washington next week, and they're going back to the West Coast. Who, what the fuck is going on with the scheduling? It's, it's really just out of control. Nay, our first topic for today, or really second, because, you know, sports is a uh, t- huge topic on here. Um, 
Mortal Kombat. We've been speaking a lot about this movie coming out. Waited to do the show an extra day so that way it gave us time to get a chance to see it. But we actually got to see it the first night it came out. So what are your thoughts about it? My thoughts? My thoughts are that you loved it. Yeah, that that's my <laughs> thoughts. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is that if you're not a fan, you're a little lost because you don't understand who's who. Sure. Um, so I asked like a million questions, which probably ruined the movie for you. Not so, not necessarily. I mean, it's just for the aspect of comparing the two movies because you had two movies that came out, 95, 96, or maybe a little after, 97, uh, for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. They did a better job, of course, this time because we had more technology. We had, you know, advanced time to build up the video game series to what it is. This is one of the highest video game selling series of all time. So when you take away things that they did, and at first I, I didn't really understand why they were doing some of the things that they did until the end of the movie. And if you guys have seen the first two, this one is not going to disappoint you. Remake, and there is going to be another one. They already, we already set, yeah, we're they set, up. set it up at the end of the movie that there is another one. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, you know... Half the characters are not there. Half the characters are not there, and now half of the characters are now dead. Yeah. So, like, we're going to see a whole bunch of new characters, and in this particular version of the Mortal Kombat saga, um, for those who are not familiar with it, I'll give a brief description of what Mortal Kombat is. There are certain realms that people feel um, are out there. And each of these realms, um, I believe in the t- there are nine total in the video game series. Uh, they might be wrong, don't quote me on that, but I know there's at least nine. And uh, we live in out, um, Outworld, uh, I'm sorry. We live on Earth. We live on Earth realm. The Outworld, the Nether realm, there's all these different types of realms. There's a Hell realm. There's a Hell realm um, that basically all compete in this tournament for Mortal Kombat. So now if... Uh, Mortal Kombat. Only be one winner. Uh, yeah, only could be one winner, and the the thing one is, realm w- winner. Run realm winner, and the thing is, is that the out realm, um, outworld realm, they had won nine straight, and if they won ten, then the evil powers of the sorcerers and the emperor want to take over Earth, basically. would take over all the other realms as well, not just Earth, but yeah, and they would enslave the people of Earth under the power of some type of crazy power, magic, or whatever. So, in the first, uh, you know, couple of movies, uh, they did a good job on the storyline, but the acting was pretty shitty for 95. So, you turn around, and they basically compete in this tournament. The villain in the first movie was Shang Tsung, which is the way it is in the original Mortal Kombat. And then, not until Mortal Kombat 2, which then it would be Annihilation, do we get to see Shao Kahn as the Emperor. So they give you a backstory of, like, the Elder Gods and Lord Raiden, who is brothers with Shao Kahn, but we don't know because we haven't seen Shao Kahn yet in this. And I'm imagining he's coming, but in this particular new remake, Sub-Zero is the villain. Which was crazy because, like, now if they put out another Mortal Kombat game... Does that mean uh, Sub-Zero is going to be amongst the strongest characters in the game? Because he could be easily beaten. Every time that I've seen a video game, his, he was not the strongest character inside of the game. I don't know. I do know that this movie had a little more comedy than the other one. Well, you just found Kano to be pretty funny. Kano's a dick. dick. He's got a nice accent. <laughs> and he just, he didn't care. He was ruthless. But the cool thing about... Isn't the, that his character? He is, yeah. But the cool thing about it is is that they started setting him up where he was on the good side, but everybody knows that K- Kano is not a good guy. 
Uh, no Don't spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for the Lin Kuei, they say for Sub Zero, but. Uh, so Sub Zero now is uh, don't know what's going on with him. Is he dead? Is what's going? No. Not not going to say what happened, but uh, I, I will. Think you're saying a little too much now. The <laughs> they will set you guys up for the next one. You guys are going to see some cool characters in in the second one, as we mentioned. Notable characters that were not in the first one that are in, or the original that are in the remake: Cabal and Molina, and also Kung Lao. Kung Lao was my favorite character in this movie. Kung Lao was the, like, ultimate warrior. And um, he... I'm not going to tell you what happened to him, but you're going to see some fatalities as if you were watching the video game and they were pretty cool. It wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't cool. Like, that, that shit was pretty cool to see people get cut in half and stuff. I'm not going to lie. Because it's, it's like I'm watching the video game pretty much. Movie. Yeah, pretty much. So, Except that you can't control it. Exactly. I can't control it. Cause I, I, that, well, that would be a cool Mortal Kombat movie. Like they do on like Netflix for Black Mirror or some yeah. of the other shows where they like record more than one ending and you get to pick well, who you want to fight each other and you can make your own story. That would be cool. Yeah, that's probably be very time consuming too to choose your options. Or is it really that time consuming because like you're just changing what one scene? Yeah, you're just changing one scene and changing the storyline. Mm. No, that's pretty I cool. I think you can make multiple storylines. You can do as much as you want, but to me, this is more along the lines of like a comic book world. You can go in millions of different ways with the storyline. There's no right or wrong. It's just how the person who's directing and, and they creating all can come back. Yeah. And it's just how they're creating and their vision of how they see it and their whatnot. Of it. Exactly. Uh, also, a movie that uh, we caught that is new. Um, it was new last year. A new last year. That that <laughs> you made me watch an old movie to report on the show. Oh, okay. Well, let's report. It was November twenty twenty. Okay. Well, that's a recent movie for us. Okay. That's no, five months ago, right? Six months ago. Awesome. Comeback Trail, guys. I don't know if you guys have seen it or heard anything about it. I really can't tell you a review about it. The movie was just terrible. Uh, a lot of big name actors in this movie, including Tommy Lee Jones and Morgan Freeman. Um, who else is in there? Robert De Niro and a couple others. Um, just the movie was terrible. Uh, I, I couldn't even give you a description of what it's about. So I'm hoping that Nay, before she fell asleep on this, could give a description of what was the movie was about or what the fuck was going on in this. Well, Robert De Niro's character goes into debt because um, he wants to make a movie, and Morgan Freeman's character gives him money. So um, he's he doesn't have the money for Morgan Freeman. But he has his other producer friend, which I don't know the actor's name. And he decides that he's going to give up one of his scripts to this guy. Because he needs the money to pay back Morgan Freeman. But in the meantime, before that even that plot even thickens more, um, they go to a movie set. Because they're all buddies now that he's decided to like sell this wonderful script to this guy. And the actor dies in the stunt. Oh, wow. And so he... Completely missed that. See? Yep. So he he dies, and the producer of the movie receives, like, $5 million for insurance. Mm. So um, Robert De Niro gets this idea that we're going to hire this old guy to do all of his stunts, and when he dies, we'll have a high insurance claim on him, and then we'll get the money and make a quick buck, because he's already old, he's going to die anyway, and that's Tommy Lee Jones' character. Except that Tommy Lee Jones is like, I don't know, has nine lives or whatever, and they keep trying to kill him, but he doesn't die. That's so, the preface of the movie. I, I completely, completely missed all of that, but if you guys need something... And then I fell asleep halfway through it, so I don't really know. Yeah. That, that was the first half of it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, now in this aspect of things, I would love to report to you guys on the second half, but it's not going to happen because I am not watching this again. And if you guys need something instead of your melatonin to fall asleep, put this movie on, okay? <laughs> so, uh, Mortal Kombat, check it out. Comeback trail. Uh, topic number three. Rolling right along today. Metallica number threes. And oh, speaking no. speaking of Metallica, um, Metallicast guest on the Deacon and Co. show last week. I want to give a big shout out to Brandon and thank you so much for coming on and hoping that the wrestling nerds of the show had some type of clarity and some like type of, um, I want to say like uh, enjoyment more than they usually do from listening to the show because wrestling is not something that we, we talk about on a regular basis, uh, but wanted to bring that we point up. We did go on a wrestling kick after that. We did watch that Stone Cold. That's gonna, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. So uh, we I didn't go on a wrestling wrestling kick when when I didn't go on a wrestling kick when Brandon and I spoke about the you know giving our uh you know wrestlers and whatnot I had mentioned to him about a couple of biographies and stuff that were coming on an eight piece uh program and we caught the first one of Stone Cold Steve Austin and we'll talk about that just in a little bit uh but big shout out again to Brandon. Thank you again for doing the show. If you guys haven't checked his show out yet, which I know a good portion of our audience has provided some feedback so they've heard at least one episode, Metallicast Pod on all of the majors of social, also where you could find the Deacon and Co. show, uh both on Instagram and Twitter and all of the majors there. Uh with the exception of Facebook. Not not, not a big Facebook fan. But nay, Metallica threes. It's been a while. Came back to uh, this because we had some guests come in, some other crazy stuff coming on and whatnot. Metallica threes. Now, f- to me, the- these are, you know, you're gonna get. I'm gonna give you ten songs in a minute, and the number three tracks off of every album. Now, to me, <clears throat> excuse me, to me, there should not be um, any comparison to. The numbers, because Metallica, in my eyes, their strongest songs are track numbers one or two. But there are some very heavy tracks here that you definitely will hear at some concerts. Number one here uh, on the list, number three, off of Kill 'Em All. Motor Breath. Number two, number three, off of Ride the Lightning, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Number three, number three, off of Master of Puppets. The Thing That Should Not Be. Number four, number three, off of And Justice For All, Eye of the Beholder. Number five, number three, off of Black Album, Holier Than Thou. Number six, number three, off of Load, is The House Jack Built. Number seven, number three, off of Reload, Devil's Dance. Number eight, number three, off of some kind of monster also the name of the documentary uh nine off of death magnetic broken beat and scarred and finally number 10 three off of hardwired to self-destruct now that we're dead so Going into these, again, leading into it, and I'm just the purpose of me trying to show everyone how strong of an album that Ride the Lightning is. So, of course, I'm going to say For Whom the Bell Tolls is the best song out of all these. It's very close, though, because I really, really do love um, The Thing That Should Not Be. And also, Now That We're Dead has crept onto my top ten. And uh, no comparison, no, those songs are not as big 
as for whom the bell tolls. Uh, leading into, you know, and, and the comparison between the two albums of being Master of Puppets or Ride the Lightning being the better album. Battery, Master of Puppets, the thing that should not be. So now I'm listening to this album in its entirety. I'm going to get pumped up more to listen to the thing that should not be, or am I going to lead into Fight Fire with Fire, Ride the Lightning, For Whom the Bell Tolls? You tell me. What's what's the more three, the three stronger... The the latter of the songs and that's the point of me doing this each breakdown to show that like all right master of puppets is their best song but might not necessarily be their best album i it's it's definitely in the top two and i really just honestly feel that ride the lightning is metallica's best album uh out of those songs nay i'm i'm pretty sure that i know that for whom the bell tolls is probably you're gonna say the best song out of the metallica threes yeah so you can't you can't forget the fact. I mean, there's probably uh, people out there who I can tell you right now who have probably not heard. Um, I, I also know that you played Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets albums way more than you play the other ones, so I wouldn't know the other ones of as course. much as I would know those two songs. Exactly, and that's what I was just going to say as well. Um, most people that are just mediocre Metallica fans or that are listening to the show have prob- uh, that are not big Metallica fans have probably never heard Eye of the Beholder, uh, Holier Than Now, The House Jack Built, Devil's Dance. People probably no, have... The only the- other song I know is Motor Breath. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if I'm if I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, put them on there uh, for whom the bell tolls is definitely the best out of there. But if I had to take a second, I'm gonna say the thing that should not be. And even though um, now that we're dead is on my top ten, I really do think that that song really it's heavy. Um, but again, it's it's a matter of a preference of you know if we're listening to track threes or if you're gonna pick a song out of this one to listen to first. It's probably not going to be broken, beaten, scarred. It's probably going to be for whom the bell tolls. But um, with that being said, Nay, next week on the Deacon and Co. Show, we got a very special episode of the Deacon and Co. Show because this is your contribution right now for Genius of the Week. Now, you're going to tell us about the Genius of the Week. And next week, guys, yes, this is true. We are going to have the draft special for you guys for the Touchdown Report. And next week's episode, episode 40 of the Deacon and Co. Show, is going to be all nothing but pure geniuses of the week. That's it. And whole episode dedicated because I have so many. I have so many geniuses of the week. And these are all true stories. And the fans have voted. And they wanted a show dedicated to only genius of the week. And you're going to get it. So our genius of the week here, I'm going to share mine. And then Nay is going to share hers. Um, Bridgehampton, New York. Not going to say what library it was, but I got a phone call the other day on a voicemail from a woman who said, good morning, my name is so-and-so from blank library, and I just wanted to let you know that your library book and your DVD is over or past due. Oh, wait, I'm so sorry. I just realized I dialed the wrong number. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. That was the voicemail I got. Left me a full message. And then looked on the phone like it was a landline. It was it a it was a landline. It happens. It was a landline. It wasn't like you put in your phone. Who are you trying to call anyway? You had someone who overdo it's a fucking library book, bro. They're still charging people ten cents a day. It's ridiculous. I don't know, maybe more now. I haven't been in the library for many years. But the one good thing I wanted to say about this lady, it was really nice that she wished me a nice weekend. 
it really was. It re- so at least you realized she had the wrong number. She was nice enough to say that. Yeah, still a genius. And, and notice it. Yeah, very nice. Maybe she'll call the right person. Maybe. Otherwise, those guys are going to be down seventy cents this week. <laughs> Nay, our second genius of the week you brought to my attention is a landscaper who thought that he was in a video game, since this is more of a video game episode. Uh, what um, what happened with this gentleman? Um, was driving on a major road, okay. and he realized that his green garbage pail... The big lawn ones, right? The big lawn ones that you see for landscaping, was all the way on the left-hand side of the road. And on this major road, no one is doing the speed limit, which is 55. Mm-hmm. That's not not the norm. Not the norm. Especially on a Saturday morning where no one's on the road. Yep. And um, he decided that he was going to play Frogger uh, or Running Man or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and he, as far as I could see in my rearview mirror, made it across one way. I just hope he makes it across the other way. I don't think a garbage pail is enough for me to cross a major highway to obtain the pail. I would rather spend the $30 on a new pail. Yeah. Or come back around or do something. Not to just run across the fucking highway. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope you did it. The only thing that he could have done, and I don't really particularly know if it would the area of where he was located, if he could find some wampa fruits, but if you collect 100 you get an extra life. So that's the only thing I was thinking, that if you're playing that... Or call the cops. What, call the cops? Call the cops. And the cops will stop traffic to get your can? Yeah, why not? They have nothing... It might else. be a slow day. They might have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. But go collect cans. Hey, I called the cops to come pick me up once. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Why don't you share that with us? No, let's not. Let's not. Let's, we have, we have, we let's have, move on from this. We have a bunch of fans from the Deacon and Co. show yeah, and that are police officers, so I'm sure they would love to hear this story. So, Nay, you will not be sharing the story. No, 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 please. No, she won't. Let's <laughs> Genius of the Week, guys. Next week, whole show dedicated. It's going to be episode 40, like I just mentioned. Rapid number one. Here we go. Here we go. May 5th. I don't like rapid number one. Cinco de Mayo. El Dikionde. Dikion changes. I have specifics that I drink. So during football season, it's Heineken and Johnny Walker. I come out of my shell on the 5th of May. Tequila and Coronas. Cinco de Mayo also holds season 6 of Cranky Anchors. Come on, come on. We're just having some fun. We're just making some calls. Two strangers. Crank Yankers, guys, if you haven't seen, is a show, a uh, bunch of uh, comedians who think they're funny or people who think they're funny. Um, and they reenact it with puppets. Reenact it with puppets. So the trailer for season six, the other night, I was uh, getting up, uh, looked at the time, had to go probably about another 45 minutes before I had to wake up to go to work. And I looked down. And, and I'm looking to check my phone to see if my phone is going off. But I heard it. Master! Master! Obey your master! Metallica, people can't get enough of them. Not going to stop talking about them. But the crazy thing about this is... The situation is that now 15 seconds of a commercial for a promo. Obey your master. It took Crank Anchor six seasons to use that genius. Master of puppets. Different concept. Puppets, but different concept. Maybe they prank Metallica. That would be great. 
Now we're going to be sucked into watching every episode. Now, I, we, we watch a good portion of the episodes, but they're not funny. Like, I try to watch people that are on there that are funny. Uh, you've seen that some of the people who was on there. Jimmy Kimmel is the creator, right? Yeah. So I know Nick Kroll's on there. I know that uh, Jeff Ross is there. Jim Florentine. And I try to stay with those guys who I like. Uh, Wanda Sykes is on there. Natasha Leggero's on there. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Like, all these guest stars. But I just don't think that it's funny. It's not real and believable. That's the thing. There are some that are. But, like, Special Ed. Not, you know, that's the character's name. Calls up. Hey, guys. It's my birthday! Yay! Uh, how much is one movie ticket? $7. Hey, it's my birthday! Can I bring two friends to the movies? How much would that be? Uh, $14. Yay! It's my birthday! I want to bring three friends! How much is that? Not really funny, but just even the reaction of, um, you know, just some of the things that they do that they try to be funny. We watched the puppet porn movie, I mean, puppet movie, <laughs> Happy Time Murders, that was funny, because they made it real, like, they made it believable that these guys were doing these actions, the puppets were making love, or having some rough, dirty sex, and when they exploded, you could see Silly String shot out when he was finished, that is believable, that is funny, but these guys aren't really too funny, but some of the things are, if you like some of the comedians, check it out, it's on Comedy Central, 1030 on Cinco de Mayo, El Dicion Day, two, Nate, happy Earth Day, one, and a belated happy birthday to you. We celebrated a birthday this week, one of the best birthdays that you and I have shared together. Happy birthday, man. Love you. Um, Earth Day. The NBA is donating three trees for every three-point shot hit between 22nd of April and 25th. Today it's ending. And one point for every free throw. What do you feel about that? I don't have words. <laughs> You're just looking at me like I'm out of my mind, like like I'm crazy. Yeah, I don't really have words to that. You're, I think I, you should just make a donation. It's not. I don't think it's going to increase anyone's game to make some three pointers or one pointers. I I I don't understand that. I think that was a, a stretch in the marketing department. Sure, and, and I mean, uh, I guess. I mean, it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's not a good thing. Yeah, I. I, I mean, giving back and. Planting trees is a good thing. It's a good thing for Earth. Yeah. Giving back to the world that we live in is a good thing. Well, you're... But I don't <laughs> understand it. You're a firm advocate of, um, you know, not littering as am I and, you know, other things to, other things to, uh, you know, recycling. And I know that you got, you grew or brought up on that stuff. I was too, but in the wrong sense. So that's why I kind of don't recycle anymore. Um, I do try to recycle when I can and... and you know, save the earth with by cutting the little um, uh, plastic. plastic six packs. I always cut them because I don't want the ducks to get caught in there. Um, I think it's a good move that they did. I agree with you. Just make a donation well, to somewhere. We also, are green when it comes to um, bags. We no longer. Try yeah, to we buy we out try. Bags. Yeah, we try. And when they ask me when I'm in the store, do I want a bag? I, I don't want it because every time. Um, you're thinking about it like what is worse here in a sense okay so you're getting away plastic right but in the same time you're using paper bags so where did that paper come from Tree. it's the but same it's more disposable that's why understandable and i'm just i'm not saying that you should cut down a tree for a paper bag but yeah yeah uh definitely crazy uh nate last rapid you brought it up earlier that we we had been uh when you said uh and i quote if you guys rewind back i want to say uh about 14 minutes we went on a wrestling kick 
So <laughs> we did. Steve Austin this or the, is the most wrestling we've ever watched. <laughs> Steve Austin or The Rock, who was the bigger icon? Who did more for the WWE or WWF? And well, who is you, who do you like more? Yeah. Those are all different questions. I gave you three, yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, so, obviously, Stone Cold brought it back to what it needed to be. Okay. Who do I like more? The Rock. Mm-hmm. And what was the other question? Um, who was the bigger icon? I don't know. That's p- tough. They're probably on the same level. I mean, it really just depends on timing. Mm. Now that I know the story from watching the documentary that A&E did, and I got to tell you that they did a really, really great job, and I... I want sorry. I want to uh, I want to go back and watch the other ones as well. So I don't want to watch them all. Um, they chose, I believe, that they had Booker T, Macho Man. Uh, I uh, maybe the Undertaker was, was on there. there Ric Flair. I don't think The Rock was there, oh. which was weird. Which was very weird. I but, would watch that. Um, maybe that's another round. Yeah, um, maybe it is. But it, I mean, if you right now put me in the middle uh, of a wrestling show. I would have no idea who anybody is anymore. Yeah, that's it's 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 crazy. Um, with that aspect of things, when we watched this documentary, we found out what actually really did happen with Steve Austin and like his upcoming career. Lucky, he not so much lucky as perseverance that he. Well, he did have perseverance, but I'm saying like the the match that made him who he is that wasn't supposed to be for him. Uh yeah, in a sense because they they turned around they and a winner already. They did, yeah, and they and they said they changed the whole thing and they uh that that from there, no matter what, that Vince McMahon would do anything for Stone Cold, and they gave you this. They, yeah, they, but they made you hate him. They made you hate him. They made them hate each other. But meanwhile, they were they were best, best friends. friends. That's and, television for you. Yeah, and the and the crazy thing is is that you know out of. You know, all the guys that had this going on and this, like, I mean, the injury that Steve had, uh, you know, in his uh, fight with Vince McMahon that he just left. And I, and as a fan, as a kid, you don't know this. I didn't know that he just, that he had a fight. I thought he really got hurt. Yeah, so every, he get hurt. Yeah, every time that I assumed that somebody got hurt, I thought that they were on vacation because these guys don't take days off. No, but they also don't have good medical insurance either. Yeah. So, uh, crazy. I'm sure it's fixed now, but I mean, or I hope it's fixed I hope now. It's fixed. But, but um, I didn't also realize that Triple H was so involved in the organization after he stopped being a wrestler. Yeah, and it was some of the things that Brandon and I discussed last week on the wrestling and the WrestleMania recap and all that stuff as well. But yeah, he was huge. And uh, me, all right, I, I, this is tough for me because these are my one and two guys of all time. I, I like Stone Cold better. Stone Cold is the badass, you know, but I, and. Same way I was, uh, you know, not not as in deep, but I had one of my rock shirts. You know, I only had one Stone Cold shirt that said Austin 316 on it. Little did I know you what the fuck it was. I was one of those, you know. So, I, I mean, I was a fan. I never got to see them live. I saw The Rock live, um, but I never got to see Stone Cold. I seen it later on. So, I, it's something that I missed. Um, but I did watch, you know, a lot of the, all the pay-per-views as a kid and, you know, whatnot. And, you know, it's just like one of those situations where... It's so tough. Steve Austin did so much for wrestling, and uh, I, I think he's the better of the two. Uh, and The Rock thanks him, too, because The Rock just would not have his career of who he was no, without Stone Cold. No, he be as tough as he was probably without Stone Cold breaking all the rules. 
Yeah, exactly. And making it so dramatic. Oh, yeah. But definitely, guys, if you're into wrestling, check it out. I'm sure uh, somewhere in the future we'll discuss it if something crazy happens or whatnot. But uh, last thing before I wanted to go, I wanted to mention two things that went down. Our good friend Howard Nay from the Talking Bullocks and Acid Rain um, had did a podcast and a year in the horror. Uh, sorry. Ooh, a, a year in horror. A year in horror. Like where movies? Uh, yeah, where he also discusses in this, and it's a great list, and I, I posted it to my personal page. We'll retweet it so we can get it on the Deacon and Co. show page. Uh, he went and discussed Through the Never, a Metallica movie from a couple years ago where they, well, not a couple now, but they had... It's like a decade. It's not. It's not, yeah. It's probably like, uh, I think it's either 2017 or 16. Maybe I could Maybe be wrong. it feels like a decade because you like would watch it religiously. It would be like every night I wake up in the middle of the night and the stupid puppet was on television. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, <laughs> basically through the never, um, a lot of, you could... Like drug binge. Uh, you could take... Could be. You're right. Could be. It could be. It could be real. It could be. No, it wasn't real. <laughs> Trust me. For someone who partakes in those activities, it wasn't real. It was real. Um, it, it, it was creepy. It, it was good. Um, yeah, and in a sense, and that's what Howard had mentioned too inside of this. I don't this. know. That was horror. There were some things in there that are horror. If you dark, dark. Things. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you. Things. I'm gonna give you a one. Ex- oh, go ahead. So we finish. No, with, I was finish just gonna thought. say there's a lot of dark elements. Yes, but. It depends on your type of horror. Yeah. It's not horror in the sense of thrillers. Yeah. It's not a thriller movie. So... Or musical or never-ending Metallica songs that bleed into each other. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna bre- to break it out in a brief discussion of that in a second there. But uh, I want to bring back just uh, going back for a second here. So nothing is better to me than when my two nephews are demanding us to play Cowboys from Hell, Master of Puppets... And Sandman. So one day we brought them into our house and we had them watch the Enter Sandman portion of this with the puppet that Nay referred to. That scared the shit out of them, or at least one of them, because of the executioner with the hanging on the horse and the little puppet. And if you haven't seen, if you if you if you haven't seen Through the Never, and I completely forgot that that's there because that's just normal to me because it's I'm not I'm not so much. Watching the movie, I'm listening to the music. So I, I completely forgot that, and I, you know, I definitely, yeah, definitely wouldn't want my kids to see that either. It's not something that I want them to see. So just so you guys know, I'm not condoning that as well. Um, but if you see, if you happen to see it, what it is is basically a, a kid who has to go. He's I don't know if he's a roadie or he just works for the stadium. Uh, Metallica's in Canada. They're doing a show, and there's something left in their van across town. It's a briefcase or like a little bag. He has to bring it back to them. He's got to go retrieve it, and he's got to get it. So now during this time of the concert, as each song goes on, so when you guys think that I'm crazy when I say that each element of each song when I'm tripping out has a different meaning, this individual, and before he started tripping out, went through the stages of what was going on in his real-life scenario. So... Battery came on when they're rioting downtown. There's people getting hung. There's kids getting killed. There's all kinds of fucked up shit. Riots left and right. Police can't control anybody. But each song that goes on... Some of those elements true. It's yeah. It's it's each song that goes on shows you exactly what I've been trying to explain to everybody um, of what I go through when I'm li- listening to a Metallica concert or if I'm there or whatever the situation is. But this is actually what he's going through at the same time that he's traveling through the city and whatnot. 
he actually turns around and uh, the concert is still going on. So the thing is with the concert is, is this is probably one of the best concerts to, to watch because of the set list is really, really good. You're going to hear Injustice for All and Ride the Lightning in the same concert in this, um, which is awesome. But the thing is, is that they cut some of the songs short. Like Justice is Nine and Change. They didn't play Nine and Change. They cut out like a whole middle. Well, it's a movie. It is, but it's a concert. So it's a concert movie, but there's also other stuff going on. So they had a couple of songs that they did that to or whatnot. But if you guys haven't seen it, check it out through the Never, Metallica movie, concert, whatever you want to call it. And also get a chance to listen to A Year in Horror with uh, our buddy Howard from Acid Rain. Great, great show. I listened to it already. Um, I, gotta, I have to have a private chat with Howard about how great it was and the points that he brought up. But very spot on. The man knows his Metallica. I will tell you that. He does know his Metallica. Um, yeah, horror... There's so many elements of horror. He talks about other stuff, not just the Metallica thing. He, um, you know, on this particular show, um, his buddy who's doing the the podcast with him, he actually does this. So, like, he's been doing this or whatnot. Um, it's it's crazy with the whole aspect of what happens, you know, in each person's view of horror because every it's not something horror. where. Thriller horror, sound like the jumping feeling. Yeah, and what I mean by that is like some people can find certain things scary, and some people can find certain things that you know are not so much um, you know scary to them, and and that's everybody's preference is the way it is. But he turns around and he has um, Paul Waller also a guest uh, with him on here, and it's like it was great because. You see the different aspects of it, and just to hear something like this about Metallica and that even being brought up to be a horror movie, um, you know, is really great. But last thing I wanted to bring up, guys, don't forget to check out our friends Upon Wings, Eternal Way. We're going to break down the song in a few weeks after the special episode next week, and we look forward to doing some work with them in the future as well. They're going to be a guest on the Deacon & Co. show coming. I'm not sure who's coming, but they will be there. Uh, but for now, Deacon & Nay are out.